All right, hello guys, welcome to a new episode of my space. This episode is for roundup and preview of the games we have during the weekend. Welcome here, Precious. Um, on today's episode, um, Precious, how are you? you know, what are we talking about on today's episode? Yeah, um, I'm glad to be here, everyone. Today, we're basically going to go around what's happening in the world right now in regards to football. So, in the major leagues, from the Premier League to um, some of the things happening with the Champions League and the Europa League, the Europa Conference League. So that's basically what we're covering today. Cover Maya Atletico Madrid, cover um, Napoli Barcelona, and how Dortmund is out of the Europa Conference League against Rangers and all that. So we have quite a lot to bring and discuss with you guys. So happy to be here. Yeah, I I I fully expected Dortmund to be out of the um, Europa League totally, and by the way, if if you don't watch Rangers, I mean, if if you're looking for a team to watch apart from your team, and you watch all of the football in the Premier League, you should probably watch Rangers. Um, maybe watch Barca. <laughs> I watch Barca, so yeah, that's it. Um, my United is Atletico Madrid. That game ended one one, and it was you know where I was played for about this. <laughs> it was it was not a funny experience because it was like we fell into Simeone's hands. Like the game went according to plan, and then luckily, just luckily, luckily we had a chance and we took it. Well, that match was was terrible to watch, of course. <laughs> it's my United. Like as as I've said for a while now, I feel like Ragnik has has been very reactionary, you get, with the way the team is set up. I feel like he just sets them up in a way that looks good on paper and then depending on how the opponent plays, he now tries to counter that. And that's not really progressive, but I can say that I understand it, but how lucky can you get? Because we were lucky to get really that It's difficult goal. against Atletico Madrid side who... I think they pressed us till they scored and then, and then they sat back. It was yeah. <laughs> their pressing was not very good either because they don't they don't have the best pressing system either. But it's it just is a statement to how horrible we can be on the ball. There's no there's no precision from midfield from defensive midfield especially, and that's why we've suffered the most this season because when you have a non-existent pivot when you're in possession, that's already a recipe you get for you to be pressed the hell out of, you get. And, and we know that. Hard. And Puma just kept trying to do too many special things and Fred is just not good on the ball. Like, most of his work, most of his good work happens off the ball. And, and- that was just terrible to watch. Rashford was terrible once again. That Not was, that was, work. I think, and that was, that was the Bruno Fernandez worst game in the manual. It was a zero over ten performance, except the assist. It was that bad. He did not get anything right. Bruno is Bruno is understandable. That's that's the thing that that that's really difficult to get in this football thing. You get when a player like Ronaldo is having a bad day. It's not because he's having a bad day, like. There, there are other parts of the team you get, especially a position-based team. 
enables some players to work. Now, Bruno Fernandes is not, is not an orthodox central midfielder you get. He's he's basically the guy that plays the final ball you get. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't like what he was doing in the box. Instead of clearing the ball, he lost possession so many times. He almost cost box. us. Yes. But I don't think I don't think he's even being trained right now. You get to play like a central midfielder. You get because you're supposed to protect the ball, recycle possession, and have good off the ball movement. You get. But it's as if Ragnik is trying to go go ahead with what he has, and kind of let him do his thing. You get. But the ball never got to Bruno Fernandez. Like, what's he supposed to do when the ball doesn't get to him? That's how bad it was. Playing Lindelof as a right back was a huge mistake. It was it was a failed experiment and it was an annoying. It one shouldn't have happened was, in the first place. We have two, we have two first team right backs. You get you don't need Lindelof playing as a right back. If there was an experiment that I would be happy to try, it would be Lindelof in defensive midfield because he's actually good on the ball and he has a very good passing range and you get he's not too slow you get and who knows like that's an experiment worth trying but i write back we have that lot we have one bisaka you get they are not that bad for you to try to shift the the only reserve like defender that we have like on the bench you get try to get him to play on right back when you know that possibly like you get and what do you now do? You get you have to play Lindor for center back. So that was that was an experiment that wasn't even worth doing at all in the first it place. Wasn't necessary. Like, it wasn't necessary to do. And the funny thing is, when I watch United, if the opponent if they don't if they don't make a mistake, we don't score. That's, and that's too sad because yeah. if you watch Barcelona, there was proper possession of the ball and then breaking teams down. You get break them down yeah. with your movement, break them down with your passing. But as I was saying on this show, like they don't move. You get like when you're not with the ball, it doesn't mean you should stand at the place. Uh, but that's just it. Like all right, I'm we, we, we have other matches to analyze. <laughs> yeah, not, not necessarily analyze. It's just it's just random random progress yeah. to the round of round of what's it now round of 16 of the Europa League I was surprised I, I wanted Barca to be knocked out I'm, I have a soft spot for Barca I, I didn't want them to be knocked out and they won two goals no, well four goals to two in Italy now goals scored blah blah Jordi Alba Frankie de Young, Frankie de Young, Gerard Piquet and Pierre-Emerick he can't seem to stop scoring The thing is, I, the way Napoli approached the game is was just wrong, and they didn't seem to take any lessons from the first leg. You get like Baka is very vulnerable when when you play when you play high with you get with them, and if you check even in the league, like the teams that have actually tried to play play like at their level, you get with them always gets the win. You get, but if you try. To, back and allow them organize themselves you get because most of these players are young you get and if you pressure them you might get something out of it you get yeah their heads might drop you get they might not know what to do they don't have to sit back and all that but in that match napoli just just gave it away just gave it they kept trying to play on the counter 
and that wasn't just working. They were they were not they were not in the right shape. And and Baka just tore them apart. Zambi is I feel like he's a good coach. He's just a good yeah, coach. Yeah, he is. It's evident. He's not very experienced. He makes mistakes. Yeah. When a, when his good. plan when his plan is properly executed, like it's a beauty to watch. Okay, quick, quick question. We've talked about managers learning on the job a lot on this show. I think we've talked about it on two episodes, on two separate occasions. If you were, um, what's his name, Joan Laporta, would you let, would you let, um, would you let Javi Hernandez learn on the job and get his experience from Barca? I mean, Barca should be a top challenging for the top trophies. Yes, I will. Like, and the reason goes that the club is at. It's not in a very good place, you get. So, bringing a good manager is going to, like, raise expectations, you get. And mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's not going to be a rebuild. If somebody bringing a different philosophy, you get, has already been built and trying to implement it at the club. When the club does not have the funds, you get to to even do all that, you get. They did it with Gadiela, like, starting to... Promoting Gadiela from the youth team was a reset, you get. Abbasland... Look how well it worked out for them, you get. So, if I trusted United's board, you get, I would be saying they should get someone like Ten Hag in, you get, and give something, you yeah. get. And, but I don't trust Manu with the project because <laughs> if you give it, so, yes, if you give it some time, they start acting foolish because they might do it for a season, get me the players that he wants, and all that, then the second and season. They now start pressuring him on. There's who to just play and always a hole to be filled. For example, and we, we, we had a summer where we ended up with John Sancho, Rafael Varan, mm-hmm. and Cristiano Ronaldo. Good summer, but we needed a DM. Everybody it me feel that it was too obvious. A, a DM was not signed in the summer. Well, let's play Man United. Um, the now, Europa League, the, okay, did you want to say something? Yeah, I, I want to say something like. You can't just when something's not going well at the club, you get you don't just change the coach. You get Napota was not was not in charge, you get he was brought in, you get Okay. Um so he now brought in other people, you get mm-hmm. that that had the same values as him. You get yeah. that, and that's very important when you. That's the team you get, so that you don't have people saying, "Okay, Javi wants to do this," and this person is like, "No, I don't want you to do this." I meant you get, so that was also very important. You get, but you see, man, like the recruitments are just like not organized. Like you should be bringing in a team, a team with. That knows okay, this is who we want as a coach. You get and we're going to go for him and all that. But it's what it's what is the station with my United. I don't think he's getting resolved anytime soon. Yeah, Even I mean, if he managed to win one trophy now, I'm sure they are going to celebrate it on social media for 10 years. <laughs> That's what they are going to do because nobody realized that my United should be winning every day. Now we, we just celebrate Elanga equalizers on our social media when. We should be celebrating club World Cup trophies, Champions League trophies, and Premier League trophies. Like it's just an embarrassment, and the club does not care. That's that's the most annoying part. They just 
want to look good on social media. Yeah, All right, then quickly, the, the Europatic round of 16 draws have taken place. I'll just read out the fixtures for you since this is a round-up episode. Um, Porto versus Leon. Um, the Europa League fixture starts on Wednesday, 9th March. Um, Porto versus Leon. Real versus versus Intrach Frankfurt. Sevilla versus West Ham. I'll look out for that one. RB Leipzig versus Spartak Moscow. Barca take on Galatasaray. I think they will win that. Rangers versus Krez. Krevnas Vesta. Oh my goodness. You, you know what? Rest up your grade, please. <laughs> um, Braga versus Monaco and Atlanta versus Leverkusen. Predictions? Well, some of the matches are <laughs> quite obvious, you know. Yeah. So, well, I... I want I want us to talk about Sevilla versus West Ham. I want to <laughs> I think Leipzig will win. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Charlie. I think I think Rangers will win. So quickly, your, your predictions: Atlanta versus Leverkusen, Sevilla versus West Ham, and Atlanta Leverkusen. I think I think Leverkusen is going to go through because. Atlanta, they concede too many goals, and Leverkusen on a good day, like can give it to you, like very well. <laughs> on a good day, I think they did it to to Bayern this is yes. or something. <laughs> <laughs> so on a good day, like they can give it to you. So with Atlanta's way style of playing, their defense is not that's right to about sometimes. You get, yeah. you can add. That was too evident against my United. So like I don't think I don't think they're going to win that I think Leverkusen is going to progress. Sevilla West Ham. Sevilla West Ham now that's uh, that's very balanced. That's very yes. balanced. But knowing what Spanish teams can do, I go with Sevilla. I'm actually going for Sevilla. I'm I'm going to Sevilla all the way down to win the Europa League. <laughs> it's like it's like you know well, how you Sevilla know? has got Martial. <laughs> Yeah, you know so, how I think he's injured, Marshall. I'm not well, sure. He's injured or no, he or might or recover or before then. So, okay. Um, you know how how always. That's how whenever Sevilla played the Europa League, I'm so sure that there is there is I they, they managed to win Inter Milan in the final. Like nobody expected, and it happened. It's very possible. Very possible. Totally. So it's not like they're challenging. It's not like they're challenging for their league title. So yeah, they are not. I mean, it's a, people even say that they intentionally get knocked out of the Champions League just to get back to the Europa League and win it. <laughs> Is that serious? Yeah, they've been doing it so well. They've been doing it so well. They've been doing it so well. You know that I don't. I think it's Kunde. It's Kunde available to play that match. Um, like. I think he is. Well, I, I don't know for sure. The guy has been getting like a ton of red cards. I know that's not what you know with him. I think, I think this, this year alone um, is like two red. Arsenal versus Wolves. I, I wanted Arsenal to lose that game. And and when Wolves scored first, I think in the 11th minute, I was very happy. And then... I, 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 I've always said that football is a game where you have to take your chances. And if you don't take your chances, you get punished 90% of the time. And it was evident. 
I I was pissed. <laughs> I mean, I I did not have the right to be pissed, but I was pissed. It was they just crumbled, and that in the style of wolves this season. But I don't know. I just guess. I guess that if you just sit deep and try to defend, it doesn't ever work out. It doesn't ever work out. It doesn't end well. Okay, well. There, there's a Premier League game going on right now, Southampton versus Norwich, and um, we have we have Premier League tomorrow, obviously. And Tottenham versus Leeds, a kickoff. Uh, I I want Spurs to lose because <laughs> you know why you'll be a top four. So I want I want Spurs to lose. We'll at least play Tottenham tomorrow at at one thirty Nigerian time. I'm Brent at four o'clock. There's a couple of games. A man in is Watford. Yeah, it's going to give them hell if, if they don't if they don't put up the performance. He's already been in the media criticizing the players. Antonio Conte, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I I feel like the time as possible will come to an end. It depends. I feel like at this point, this is where the club shows their intention. You guys, because. Yes, um, is a statement so coach. Ambition, yeah. Yes. So now you you show what what you want to do. He says he wants players. You get. Are you going to get him the players, or are you going to sack him and go for the next? You just going to protect because your ego. I don't because think there's any top. I don't think there's another top coach that will be willing to come to sports. That's that's what that's what happens now in modern football. And um, the owners of clubs want to protect their egos over what the managers want. And these managers are proof managers that will give you success. And then you just turn against them for some reason. Yeah, so that's, that's just it, bro. I feel like the squad is not going to crumble. Even if the board finally decides to part ways with Conte, you get the squad. The squad is always going to be behind him. Hmm, yeah. Uh, for 4 p.m. tomorrow, Nigerian time, um, there is Brentford versus Newcastle. Crystal Palace versus Burnley. I've I've talked about United versus Watford by 4 p.m. as well. Everton versus Man City by 6:30 p.m. to close the. Um, the What's your prediction for that Watford game? <laughs> one one. <laughs> Emmanuel Dennis versus versus Maguire. You said one one. One one. <laughs> this is this is my head talking. I want United to win, obviously. <laughs> I would I wouldn't be I would I wouldn't be surprised if went ahead and played a back five against Watford. No. That would be an embarrassment. I'm telling you it might be it might happen though because Maguire cannot face Emmanuel Dennis. Emmanuel Dennis is very fast. I I don't want Maguire starting games for my club again. He's going to start. We all know that. Like, there's no point arguing something that is obvious. Yes. Like, we might as well start at accepting that Maguire is going to start every game. Every game for us, sadly. And he's he's probably not going to get so till he runs down his contract because no one is no one is going to buy Maguire. And no one's going to pay him 150k a week. Nobody will buy him now. Pay him 270k a week. And also buy him. For like okay. maybe even the least fifty million. No, he's still at fifty million. No, <laughs> thirty million. Self, you, you should be grateful. 
Okay. Um, it was fun. Wow, this really short episode. Um, previewing your weekend for you, and um, we hope you have a great weekend. Um, I I I don't like Chelsea a lot, especially no Chelsea 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 is good. They can do their thing. It's Arsenal, Tottenham, and United that I you want Arsenal and and. and doesn't have to lose their games, and so that's that, that's just me, sure. That's just me. Um, what's up, man? We we are done. Yeah, that's it for us. Do you have anything okay. else? I would like to. I would like to hear some predictions, though. <laughs> doesn't have leads. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, my head's speaking. To be honest, leads are a very poor team. I'm going for a funny little triple team now. Wow. So yep. you're hoping that Leeds will win, but you, I, yeah, you know that. I mean, hope, hope is. I'll say football is a very logical game. With, with the way Leeds play, we've talked about Leeds. We talked about Leeds at length in our previous episode. With the way Leeds play, they will just get exposed. They lost 6 0 to Liverpool, they've lost 7 0 to Manchester this season. They lost 5-1 to United and 4-2 to United. They've kept on embarrassing themselves. And they know they don't have the quality to match these things. And they keep doing the nonsense. Hmm. This is what it is. That's what happens when you're a small club. What's your prediction? I think I think these are going to lose. It's obvious. I think it yeah, doesn't have to too solid. I don't think we have the players <laughs> to break down Tottenham. No, they don't. Do you do you have a scoreline in mind? Do you do you think it will be a trashing? It depends. It depends. But I think it will be a trashing because these players have been criticized, you get, and they'll surely be up to show that they're good enough because he didn't just say that they're not good enough. He said that managers have left the club, you get, and some players are still there and Inadvertently, like you're talking to Hurricane, of course, and <laughs> yeah, and so on, and uh, probably Lucas Mora and Bergwine because MRC Royal just came, you get so Sen Young has been on loan, and the whole backline is almost changed. Christian Romero is from from Atlanta, so. If you're saying if you're saying that these players have been have been here and managers have been changed, then you're talking to Kane and you're talking to Son and those guys are really deadly and Leeds is going to testify to that. What's your prediction for Everton against Man City? <laughs> Man City is going to win, <laughs> obviously, uh, because yeah, Lampard, Lampard is not ready to play the kind now. of football that it takes to win Man City. Yeah, and quickly, we're supposed to do this on a previous episode. Um, Adam Wala Lukman has switched nationalities, he now he will now represent Niger- the Nigerian national team. How does this what prospect does this hold for, for our national team? And where, 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 where do you place him for our national team? Where, where do you see him playing? Who do you see him replacing? Who do you see him um, playing a second fiddle to? I think he, I think he should start. I think he should start. I feel like if we had if we have Adibola Lukman and um um someone like Moses Simon that did very well at Afcon. Yeah. 
Like if we have sold them on the way, I think they're all they're like Lukeman for one is a good dribbler, but he's also creative. Mm-hmm. He's also very creative. So, so you think he should start over somewhere to play there? Yes, of course. I feel like he has developed more than someone to play. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he has developed more than... If you watch Lukeman for... He starts for Lister. Yeah, he starts. And that's that's saying a lot to get... Was he purchased fully? I don't know if he was even bought fully. But him starting for Lister, like, week in, week out, you get from nowhere. It's not like... He had big credentials you get to push him up the pecking order or anything like it's solely by proving himself. And if you watch his game, like his movement, he he knows how to do the dribble and he doesn't he doesn't lose the ball too much either. So I would play him, I would totally play him, play him and Simon and and figure out the rest. I feel like we should be playing a fluid front four. If it's the four forty that we're going with, fluid front four, probably with Ihan Acho and um, I think Ihan Acho and Moses Simon up front. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Or or if we can get this guy, this guy that plays for that plays for gang. If we can play on and Ihan Acho, Paul. Yes, we can play on and Ihan Acho, or. We can play Osimhen and Ihanacho. Yeah, Osimhen. And... I, I was, I was. There was a name in my head that wanted to come out, but like, I don't think anybody is benching Osimhen anywhere. Yeah, the guy is a physical specimen, but I don't, I don't think he's, he's the finished article yet. Yeah, and and he's rap really, really fast. Yeah, that's why I said he's a physical specimen. He's quick, he's strong. Strong. I feel like he needs a coach that is going to develop his game. I wish he could play on that a Gajula kind of coach. Like that that helps him make the most out of his body and his 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 um, attributes. His yeah, because yeah. Yeah, his final ball is it's not up to par, like at the moment, but this is what it is. Okay, so we are done, guys. Bye, guys. Before I say bye, <laughs> I do this every episode, and so it's um, if you're struggling with your mental health, there's a 24 7 toll free number for you. That's 0800 That's 0800. It's zero zero two zero zero. It's toll free, which means there's no time required. You can call from anywhere in Nigeria and you can call us any time of the day. Staying true. Right. Thanks for having me. Bye.